right, all right. Welcome on back to another week of Off the Back Fence, the current weekly sports podcast by 2.30, somethings who love yarning about sport. As always, I'm your host, Was. Joining me is my co-host down in Melbourne, Coombsy. Coombsy, mate, hell of a weekend. I'm a little bit worse for wear. I'm all lucky to be here this evening, but hell, head colds, mate, they're an absolute leveler, to be fair. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I'm just I'm hung, I was hungover as shit. I think you got a message from me. I think one of my messages was, "You missed a good game." I'm looking at, but that was at 10:30 on Friday night. That's yeah, no. after about eight hours of drinking, and it carried up I- through till about 5 a.m. And then I decided <laughs> to break into my house, which is currently a construction zone. Use the neighbor's camper van as a trampoline to jump myself over the fence. You just incriminated yourself. And then decided to walk through, leave the back door of my house open and turn every light on, then crawl into the spare bedroom and go to sleep for a couple of hours. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then I did three. Yeah, I got that. I got that. I'm pretty sure I got that message while I was pulled up at Banarabig service station, Airpol, great hotbox. Uh, pulled up to give the dog a bit of a walk after driving for close to six hours from Brisbane. So, big weekends. <laughs> I missed a good couple of games by the sounds of it. But we're going to start this week's episode not with Rugby League, but with something that was that was Rugby League a long, long time ago, but it's been transferred over to soccer, football for all I know. The European Super League has dead set come and gone within 48 hours. Jesus Christ, what an absolute mon- clusterfuck this was. Um, it's, it's reminiscent of like World Series cricket for the older generation. Really, well, um, World Ser- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it to you that World Series cricket, cricket was successful. This, on the other hand, is you, just Here's bullshit. a little trick. Do you know the Premier League is the same as World Series cricket? How so? Because it used to be the League One, who was where you top tier of English football. So then BBC decided, hey... Let's go to the FA. We're going to create this product. We'll take in these teams and we're going to have a thing. That's how the modern day Premier League came. There you go. I sense that, like, with that scenario, though, that was to make it a bit more professional, similar to like the Super yeah. Rugby. It was like the NRL yeah. in 98 after the Super League. This war. is a pure cash grab for the owners. Yeah. Where is the NRL, ARL, New South Wales Rugby League back in 95 to 97? That was purely for the Super League to go. It was go to um, regional areas and put teams where it could actually grow it as a national game. This, however, is like you mentioned, a cash grab. So if anybody that hasn't seen the news, it it dropped on Monday. um, 12 founding teams or legacy teams were were put together. uh, Six from the Premier League in England, three from La Liga in Spain and three from Serie A. In Italy, so all the th- six biggest teams uh, to create this closed-off competition. It was supposed to be 15 legacy teams uh, with five invitational each year. I, I think it was backed by JP Morgan for the sum of like $4.5 billion or something. It was just oh. in- ins- insane money. Um, but within the space of 24 hours since the news broke, absolute backlash from fans. It's, it's resulted in all... backlash it's, from like... We've seen a lot from the English fans, but no, yeah. we haven't heard anything from Italian or um, the Spanish clubs. 
Yeah. So as of today, we're recording on Wednesday. As of this morning, all Premier League sides pulled out. We didn't know who started it, but it's it's called cool. it's basically put the competition back on its heels, probably back in its cupboard for a long, long time. I will never happen. I don't think this competition would ever happen. I think this it was makes a no plot. sense. It was a plan by it was a plan done in darkness, and then they decided to pop out when it was at the right time, end of the season. COVID's hitting, so they're going to play the thing. But yeah, this was never going to work. All it was was these bit, the big clubs hate the fact that they play pointless um, group games in um, Champions League. Yep. The, the revenue share is you can, you can understand the whole revenue share like, like Real Madrid, your big clubs, they deserve to get more revenue because without them, the competition doesn't have the prestige. But at the Trace. same time, you take that money from away from the smaller club. You're not going to have your Leicester cities that pull off a miracle. You're not going to get like you're not going to have the romance of the game is going to die. Yeah, no, it, it it makes no sense and it because most of American just greed and stupidity. Yeah, it was basically all American owners. So Liverpool owners, like you, you were filthy with me. Like you were just oh. telling me how bad you were as a fan. I'm a Tottenham fan, so like I as I can see it from both sides of like securing our financial future kind of thing. Oh, but at the same time, we're not we're not a big club. Like we haven't won anything since 08, and even then, that was either a League Cup or FA. I can't even remember. That was, was long so long ago. I was filthy. Like it's just that's not Liverpool. Like. We, no. Yeah, we got rich owners, but we don't go out and we don't do the Man Cities, the Chelsea's. We still buy cheap and sell big. Like, it's just like, oh. And then that two paragraph shit apology they put out. It's going to take, like, I don't want to see where this ownership comes. If we lose Jurgen Klopp because of this ownership, there will be heads to turn. Oh, yeah. Are, we, are you saying that you're blaming LeBron? No, I'm just. Blaming Americans <laughs> who are going to have the, the Super League presented by McDonald's and the quarter powder, <laughs> uh, quarter powder yeah. half time. Like that's Gee. what it, that's what it would have been. It like, would have been oh. just mass advertising. It would have been like Triple M on the radio. Everything sponsored. Yeah, it would just been like oh, it would just been a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. So. All English teams are pulled out. Uh, it's back on its heels. Like it, it won't work because it, it defeats the whole purpose of what football's about, which is oh, like promotion, this, relegation. Real Madrid and Barcelona are going to try to halt, like literally hold you away for the ransom to get some more money because they are hemorrhaging. As I explained to you, they they are hemorrhaging money because the Spanish Super League, the Spanish league is on its deathbed. Like you can't yeah. have a two team comp where they just pilfer and um, pilfer. And rape every other team in the competition, get the best players, and then the rest of the world, and then pay over the top fees, over the top wage bill. It's like having an eighteen-year-old kid at a nightclub who goes to the pokies room and he's running out of money. And he's just throwing everything he can in just to get him buy himself four more vodka Red Bulls. <laughs> I. I, I th- I like that analogy, but also at the same time, you've got the Scottish League where Celtic and Rangers have won it for the last yeah, 30 odd years. But that's different. I get that. That's it's completely a poor different. League. That's a comp- yeah, that is a that's very a far- poor league. That's a farmer's league, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so within the space of 48 hours, it, like, there was like there was a genuine outrage 
But by the sounds of it, the fans have spoken and finally ownership has listened to them. But I, this is damage. This is a lot of damage for all these oh, six yeah. clubs. There's it was good though. I've, I've been enjoying I've been enjoying all the bloody like Leeds playing Liverpool the other day and saying getting a one-all draw and said Leeds United won uh, Super uh, was it European Super League champ uh, not champion Super League team won. It's just like absolute troll jobs. All the like lower bottom teams saying they're not gonna go to the team, but yeah, it's it's an absolute fuck up. So, so yeah, the only six clubs remain are. Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, Juventus, Inter Milan, AC Milan. Three clubs, six six clubs that are in a league that is dying. Like, yeah. Yeah. Both leagues. But Gary yeah, Neville I and can't... Jamie Carragher deserve a round of applause for their. Oh. Like, if anyone's got time, listen to the Monday Night Football podcast and you can hear, like, those guys, like, as um Jamie Carragher said, it's time. It was like, on. Neville said, "It's not about where you're from now. This is like this is the world game." He'd be he were, like Jamie Carragher said, like he goes, "What he said, he would if he stood that up in front of the cop, he would have been cheered." And same yeah. Neville said about if um, Carragher sort of the breath breath at um, Old Trafford, yeah. Oh, definitely. Those two men are the reason why I think everyone got fired up a lot more than yeah. Hmm. Oh, definitely. Like, it, you saw it, like, it's a bit hard in London at the moment with all the lockdown. Like, you can't go out and protest. Like, I think they had small demonstrations at certain stadiums, such as Stanford Bridge. But, yeah, it's just everything's been hit off the mark. They did it the wrong, they did it the wrong time, especially with no fans. Like, can you imagine a full stadium when this had been broken? Like, either no one would have shown up or they would have just, they would have been absolute riots within the stadium. Um, but, yeah, it's, Absolute clusterfuck for a Monday. Anyway, there was a lot going on. Uh, I think we move on to rugby league, though. Bit of a weird round, round six. I didn't get to see oh, much upsets. of it. I had to catch up. Yeah, upsets, finally. Doesn't doesn't mean the rules are working. It just means there were some strange games. Uh, Tipping-wise, not our best rounds. I was basically tracking at your level, so... I'm going to pick up. I'm going to pick up. I'm going to. I'm going to pick up my game. So currently, I'm back to 56 percent for the year, up to 43. So you didn't lose much, but I lost a couple of percentage over the round. Um, most surprising probably was the Titans' result, getting absolutely pummeled by Tommy Turbo and the Seagulls in Mudgee. Oh yeah, but you probably could have seen this coming from a mile away if we were actually smart. Probably, like. Turbo, I, as we said, he was going to come out of the gates rarer to go after his um, hamstring injury. Hamstring injury, like his season fuck up. Like you could see that coming, but yeah, the Titans <laughs> did. Titans look of Titans of old in that game. Yeah, like I think it was said. Oh, I think we may have said it. Like they'll be good, but they'll be obviously games where they'll just drop the they'll drop their bundle. Like, is uh, I don't know. It was really hard to see. Like, I watched the highlights essentially, and they just rolled through. And see, it was rolled through the Titans quite easily through the middle. So, other results like our Broncos actually gave it to the Panthers for seventy five oh, minutes. Mate, that, that's the first time I actually a loss felt like a win. Yeah, I, I was in that breath or the same area where we had them by the balls. Like we had them. I was. 
moving stuff out of one car to another, walking down mm. a road in Richmond with my phone carrying a um, baby seat. Um, watching baby seat. Yeah, it was from my um, brother-in-law. Um, <laughs> I was watching the game on my phone and just like, are you watching the game right now? I was like, yeah. Like, we have a chance to win this. Yeah. Only if Jermaine Osaka didn't put that piss week field goal. Well, that's for another day. No, I, I'm not blaming that at all. There's, there was that's, definitely period. It's, it's a team that's missing experience. Yeah, but the um, field goal was just. It didn't. Even I think carry, the ser- didn't carry. I think 30. the ser- I think the service on that ball too wasn't the best. Like Croft obviously played his best game in a Broncos jersey. Right, I fell love in that love game. With him again. Sorry, I fell in love with him again. Shut no, no, we're not going. No, you're gonna get hurt again. Um, Broncos covered though, twenty eight and a half points, and they held him to bloody eight points. It was a great effort. Tavita was fantastic. Like those those games where he's probably worth the million dollar contract he asked for at the start of last year. If only those were consistent. But he had a fantastic game. Lodge and Haas were outstanding. Lodge's best game in a long time too. Uh, but yeah, it was obviously disappointing. Like Kevy was disappointed. He wants the win. He he's like, it's never good to lose, but a lot of effort was shown there, and definitely puts a lot of pressure on Milford to perform a Q Cup, which he didn't over the weekend at, at South. Didn't he? No, very very poor effort apparently. So Tessie 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 was playing bloody fullback though. So apparently he's got a couple of weeks there, which is good to see. Um, other results: Knights got over the Sharks. Melbourne beat the Chooks. Um, Probably should talk about that. I don't know if you saw that in between your drunken stupor. Uh, oh, no, the Melbourne. I watched the whole game. I was meant to go to the that... game and then I just completely forgot about it. So I just watched the game in the pub. Yeah, why not? Uh, the HIA for Munster, the gamemanship there. Oh, that's well played. That is well played. Yeah. Well within the rules. A lot well of people were rules, very, yeah. very, Harry very Green upset had, about You have 10 minutes from your knock to bit they can assess you while playing. Harry Grant yeah. was meant to be off as well. Yeah. They're going to find, yeah. they're always going to find loopholes in it. Oh, definitely. Like, well within the rules. Like, Bellamy knew it. The officials knew it. People might not have known it, but they played within the rules. Mm. And it could have been very muggy because it was HIA area, but they, they got it sorted. But yeah, Storm had a they had a solid win. No Brett Morris to get an anytime try scorer, so we scratched that bet mm-hmm. off anyway. Yeah, surprising actually. Uh, we didn't tightness. expect him to be at that yeah. age. Out of that age, trust me, hamstring tightness is a is a real is a real thing in life. Yeah, yeah, you would know. Uh, the other games on Saturday, probably probably game of the round was the Rabbits versus the Tigers. Rabbits getting up in Golden Point. Like I said to you off, Mike, well, you were two tries in one play, but only one counted. I was, Unbelievable was, areas. So that was the middle game. Yeah, I wasn't in a good place. That's, that's, the, that's the point. I had a 15-minute shower and um, laid in bed thinking I was going to die. This, <laughs> this was at 6 o'clock. And then I decided to um, start looking at Chinese. I ordered $75 worth of Chinese that day. Jesus. 75 yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, probably the biggest talking point out of this game, and it's already happened with the judiciary, uh, Latrell suspended for four games. A uh, reckless shot on the head to Nofaluma late off a kick. Just brain snaps. There was also the kick out, which I I look back at that kick out on um, Ghana, and I don't see that being an issue. He wasn't looking intentionally yeah. to do it. It's It doesn't look good, but it definitely wasn't intent. But it, like... 
stupid things like the the reckless shot to the head for Nofaluma, the knees in the back to Garner when he was try like scoring. It's just stupid. The Tigers play very well. Dane Laurie is probably one of the buys of the season. Uh, like he's going to make the Tigers so much better. And they've got they've got troops coming with Jackson Hastings coming back from the UK, signing for two years. Yeah. Just don't know where they're going to play him. It's either that or they're they're actually looking to ship off Luke, Luke Brooks. Other upset: the Eels smashing the Raiders in Canberra, thirty-five to ten. Did not see that coming at all. No, did not see that coming at all. That was another one that hurt our tippings. Um, but yeah, that's. I, but I think the Raiders are just—they have bad periods of the season, and I think they're going through their slump at the moment. Hopefully, the Cowboys don't. Um, Aren't the slump busters? Yeah, I, I I think they'll bounce back this week, and we'll go into that in round round seven. Uh, other results: the Warriors got up over the Dragons, and Cowboys had a good win over the Bulldogs. Jack Herring, Hetherington's out for six weeks over that reckless oh, shot to mate, Valentine Holmes. That's a Holmes. good old fashioned Hills voice. That one, that old Darwin <laughs> clothesline. Jesus he did Christ. not miss. That's no. that's the old that's the old thing you hear from the crowd. He can't run without a head. It's fucking ridiculous, though. He's only had 29 first-grade games and he's suspended for 16, potentially. Like, it's just stupid. Like, it's just dumb. It just proves that he's like he's a, he's a, a fake tough man, essentially. So, anyway, let's round, let's get into round seven. Anzac round. So, honour the troops this weekend. Get to a dawn service on the Sunday morning if you're not hungover like Nathan was. Probably first. I'll up. Yeah, attaboy. Uh, we start Thursday evening, uh, Penrith Panthers versus the Newcastle Knights at Blue Bat Stadium in Penrith. The Panthers are 16.5-point favourites over under is 40 and a half. Too that's much? too much. Oh, that's the Knights. For, that's the Knights. The Knights aren't playing bad football. No, they're really not. And, like, they're not lo- they haven't lost too many players this week, I think. No, they've gained the only, players the only, back. Yeah, it looks like. So, like, the, from last week's game, it looks like Heimel Hunt's only out with a hamstring injury. Stafford Toa comes in. Like, that's it. Like, they've still got Kalen Ponga, who, congrats on the flu game, his Jordan game, essentially, last on the week. the game. Yeah, that's it. He's, like, they're in there. Like, they've got a solid, yeah, a solid, solid side. They've got Brody Jones on the bench, who played, he subbed in onto the centers last week. He had an absolute blinder on debut. Young fella from the Hunter. He's on the bench this week, so... And Nari Tawala and Brabham Bester in the centres. Yeah. It looks like Cleary's hoping Dylan Edwards is back, though. He wants to move Crichton into the centres for Paul Momorowski, who's been suspended. Fullback. Full no, he's he's a he he's got scared, He's a pretty he's a pretty boy who's too scared to get on the the high ball. Oh, he got stepped by Ethan Bullymore. Bullymore's credit oh, has some wheels. What a pass by him! What an no, absolute no. Yeah. That was a great flat pass. Flat pass, correct. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that because there's a lot of calls that that was forward. <laughs> it was flat. Ah, oh. but mate, I'm going to probably give the Knights the 16 and a half point start here. I like they had a great they had a great team last week against the Sharks. Had a good crack, came from behind, good win. Pong is starting to find his feet, which is good after a couple of weeks out. It's going to be like I said this to you. I think ages ago but if everybody stays healthy Origin is going to be an absolute cracker this year yeah I'm yeah I'm going to go Knights and the over here but yeah 
Like this is gonna be a very interesting next five six weeks before Origin. Who's oh, yeah. there's the the predicted teams are already starting to pop up on news outlets and everything. Yeah, please I, I have a great. Please hope Brian Tolo plays um, New South Wales because we'll just put big men under that little short show every day of the week. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Knights. I'll go the overall. So I think forty and a half is easy money for both teams. So. Mm. First game on Friday, we've got the uh, Gold Coast Titans versus the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Jesus Christ. Rabbitohs at Seabus Super Stadium on the Gold Coast. Rabbits are six and a half point favorites. Over-under is 42 and a half. Few massive changes for the South this week. Obviously, Latrell being out for four weeks shuffles the back line. So, they've got AJ to the back. Uh, Stephen Masters comes into the centres with Dane Gagai pushing to the wing and Jackson Paulo comes onto the wing with Campbell Graham staying in the centres. A uh, bit of a shuffle there in the back line. Not a bad, not a bad thing because AJ can do a job for the Rabbits. Still a good back line. Yeah. Titans, there's a chance that Phil Asami comes back into the team, um, whether that's on the bench or into the starting side, yet to be seen, but he still has to pass his bloody protocol for no, the but- head knock. No Tino, he's out suspended. Yeah, so they put Tyrone uh, Peachy into 13. Mo Fodawaker starts. Uh, looks like Sam McIntyre comes into the bench. Yeah, I, I'm I think... I'm going to give the Rabbits the points here. Oh, no, I'm just going to yeah. go Rabbits 1-12. to 12, But yeah. I'm going to go the under because I can't see the Titans giving away that many points. Uh, that'll be a no. very defensive... I do, like, I, I, I do like the reasoning on the under. Like the Rabbitohs do have some potential to put some points on, but I think defensively the Titans haven't been too bad. Besides that blimp last week against the Sea Eagles, um, I, I'd probably give I'd probably give the Titans the six and a half start, even if they lose close. At least that gives me the points, so that's all good. Um, but yeah, I'll take the under also on that. But it could be a very interesting game. Four weeks out with Latrell is going to be a good... Like, this is going to be a testing period for the Rabbits now mm. um, for the next month without easily one of their best players. So, move to the main event on Friday evening. Parramatta Eels versus the Brisbane Broncos. A revenge up at, game. Up at TIO Stadium in Darwin. We're not at Bank West. We're all the way up in the north end. Eels are 12.5-point favourites. Uh, the over-under is 41.5 points. Big in for us this week. Professor Hubert Farnsworth is back in the centres. And if that's you don't get that, it's Herbie, yeah. so that's all good. <laughs> I get that. I'm just doing a little bit of market research. Uh, a bit of, yeah, research. You keep doing that. Looks like we've also got our new hooking ret- recruit, Danny Levi, coming up from Q Cup. He signed with the Broncos this week. He moves into the 14 jersey. Uh, this puts John Asiata on the outside looking in. We've still picked Flegger, which I don't agree with. Corey Oates has retained his spot, which is fantastic. He was he was enormous for us last was, week. That was Corey Oates of old. Which I think he's realized now is like give up on the second road dream. Sticking on the wing is probably the best for him. Then when you get old and slow, then you can go to the middle. The, uh, They've kept Bullimore on the bench, which I think is a great, like just desserts. He had a cracking game last week. He was always bending the line. Uh, looks like Dylan Brown's coming back from suspension. However, there could be an additional suspension coming if that's been doing the rounds, apparently. A new sex scandal video. Why do they have to use toilets? Did they? They've got houses. Come on. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm not going to speak on the mother. To be honest, it's just a waste no. of my time. 
Uh, anyway, for... Yeah, so Will Smith moved back to the interchange bench, but he could easily slot back into that six if Dylan Brown is suspended. Uh, Madison's still touch and go whether or not he comes into the side due to that HIA from round two. But yeah, like it's like 12 and a half is too much for, like for the years. Like they put a lot on the Raiders last week, but the Raiders were lights out. They had nothing going for yeah. them. I'm giving the Broncos the 12 and a half point start. Yeah, I'm going to give the Broncos the 12 and a half. I'm going to go um, an even amount of tries. Even amount of tries. I forgot to mention to you, eight and a half tries in the last game last week just fell over. Eight. Oh, well, that's a push. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to go over seven and a half tries. Even even, and over in seven and a half. So you want eight tries or ten. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You're not giving yourself much wiggle room there. Okay, no, 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 the bro- I'll take the even. I'll turn it just over. And the total match points of, oh, yeah, over 41 and a half is easy. So you go the over, rightio. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you make it hard, eh? Uh, Broncos points, I'll go the over too. 41 and a half. I think both teams has it, have it in them after the showing they've both had the last couple of weeks, which is really good. Different slate this week. We've got two games Saturday, three Sunday due to Anzac Day being on this Sunday. First game Saturday is the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks versus the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. This is out at Nostrata Jubilee or Cogra for the old folk. Ooh, oh, a bit of spot of indigestion there. Uh, Sharks, 16 and a half points. Over under is 43 and a half points. Uh, Will Chambers is on the reserve for the Sharks. That's a sentence I did not expect to say in my lifetime. Yeah, that's um, especially after certain games he played against the Sharks by doing the old needle to the arm trick. Yeah, I think. He's in the he's in the extended reserve, so he's not in the sides, so to speak. The big inclusion is at fifteen, which is Sean Johnson, who comes back from Achilles injury. That's a big in. Yeah, that's a good in for them. Um, yeah, this is. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm probably not going to watch this game. Being, yeah, being, yeah. I don't really like both teams, but I'd just I'd go Cronulla with the spread and. Give it the total over points for the game. Total over. Yeah, I'm going that way too. I'm going to give the Sharks the points for the spread. This um, is this this is the garbage game of the round. This is garbage time. Yeah, uh, there's not much going on for the Bulldogs. Napa and Thompson start props. Hetherington's been suspended for six weeks because he was a moron. Uh, Renew for Tony's named on the bench. He started last week. Yeah, Chris Smith's been promoted to the second row. But yeah, there's not too much else happening with this. Uh, we'll move on to the main event on Saturday evening. You alluded to it before. North Queensland Cowboys versus the Canberra Raiders up at Queensland Country. This is going to be a Bank. good game. I think this will be a great game. I, I like it. Raiders are nine and a half point favorites. They're still like double, nearly double digit favorites with an over under of 41 and a half points. The Cowboys are playing themselves into four. Two in a row. There's name Cohen Hassett prop starting. I don't like that. From what like, I saw parts of the game, he didn't have a bad game. I know you're only as good as the opposition, but it did look for, for, for the first time in a long time he was actually trying to penetrate the line. Which is a long which he should be doing for a long time. Yeah. Uh 
like there was good, there was good glimpses from the Cowboys last week. Like that Ben Condon, he's in the second row for the Cowboys. He's a man monster. He scored a try. Uh, Mitch Dunn scored a good try at the back end of the game too. The best thing about this is they're not relying on Tamuolo at the moment. No, that's it. He's still out with a bro- another broken hand, the separate hand this time, yeah. one to three weeks. Stop punching Jiprock Walls. Stop sending Jiprock um, missiles. Chase. <laughs> Raiders have a big out, though, with uh, Josh Hodgson out. Uh, looks like we've got Tom Starling starting, which is good. Uh, which I, I think it's an actually uh, it's a plus for the Raiders. I think Hodgson's been really putting a handbrake on that def- on that offense of the Raiders. Mm. Uh, Sebastian Chris comes into the wing position. So that's good. I think that's good. Uh, he was the 18th man last week. He should be in the side after his first couple of rounds. I think he was very hard done by to come in for Jared Croker, who's he's well past it. Uh, I'm probably going to go the Raiders though. I think they've got. I think the Cowboys have done their two games and they're going to fall off against a quality side. So I'm going to go the Raiders nine and a half here with a. I'm going to go the probably Cowboys. Up, probably the under. You're going to give them the spread? Nah, Cowboys win head to head. Head to head, the cow, the coward's bet. Cowboys to win head to head is not a coward's bet. Yeah, in my head it is. Not when you go nine and a half. <laughs> nine and a half Cowboys would be um, nah. Cowboys to win and the over to hit because both teams can't defend to save their life. Right, so we're going opposite on this. This will be good. Yeah. We're either going to come out two two out of two, or we're going to have one and two, or someone's going to be crying at the end of this game. Probably me. Let's be honest. Oh, you, that's okay, mate. Just get on another bender. It's fine. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday afternoon, first of three games, uh, early games at one forty-five out of Bank West. You got the West Tigers versus the Manly Seagulls. Seagulls favourites at five and a half. Uh, over under is forty-five and a half. This is the biggest total of the round. Probably going to take the Seagulls here just because of the Tommy Turbo factor. Like it, it was it was incredible to see a team lift so easily he with their best player back, and he puts him all and he puts seventeen guys on his shoulders and still look like he could break the line each time. Like it was ridiculous, and it also like shows it, how much how far Dylan Walker slid as a talented player. Ah, uh, he's yeah. Ever since he left South, he has not been good. A uh, bit of team news. Uh, Chikam's into the centres to replace Asu Kapoa. Uh, he looks like he's out with an ACL, which is uh, very unfortunate. Joey Leilua uh, looks to be returning too. He's on the reserves. Uh, yeah, Des- Desi hasn't made a change since the team beat Titans at Mudgee. If Tom Travoybich stays healthy, they'll be fine. Like they'll, they'll, they'll at least be competitive each round. But yeah, this week against West, like... The- as much as West put up a solid fight against the Ray, uh, Rabbitohs last week, I'm probably just going to give the Manly Seagulls the points. Yeah. Oh, Manly got to pump uh, shit can them. I don't think... I'm going to go the under. 45 and a half is a lot of points for two yeah, teams. Two one teams. that can... Uh, so who are you going to go? I'm going Manly. 13 plus, but the under. 13 plus and the under. Fair enough. That's not too bad. No, any time try scorers is... Are you banking it for this week? This yeah, game. this one, I'm banking it at the moment. Just waiting. There's, the last two games are very interesting. Speaking of, so the traditional Anzac Day clash, Sydney City Roosters versus the St. George Illawarra Dragons. So do I, mate. It's, they do it so well in the afternoon. 
Uh, at the Sydney Cricket Ground, Roosters are six-point favourites. The over-under is 41.5 points. Uh, anytime try scorer uh, Brett Morris is back in the side after a calf tightness, which is good. Madak Ikevalu drops out. Va- Radley has been cleared to play after challenging the grading of a careless tackle on Tuesday night. It was Some of the tweets have been really, really funny. Is like Momorowski, like former former Rooster, suspended. Current Rooster, fr- clear to play. Latrell Mitchell, former Rooster, suspended for four weeks. Oh, Momorowski deserved it though. <laughs> how that wasn't a penalty on the, like that—that's the biggest discussion out of all of this—is how the referees haven't called anything yeah. and how it progressively went to sent sent off by the end of the weekend. Hmm. By the look of it, Sam Verrills is back at hooker. Uh, Aaron Kieran's out of the bench. Ben Mashk is back into the uh, bench. But yeah, we'll see what happens with this. It's always a cracking game, but it doesn't matter how each team is going. They always aim up in this game. Probably going to go the Roosters, though. Yeah, I think the pedigree, like the Roosters will bounce back after the shocking loss. Oh, not a shocking loss, just a, a loss. Against things, Sam Walker uh, came back down well, to earth. I, re- I feel, yeah, came back down to earth. And I just think the, the Dragons' bubble is slowly just have had, had a hiccup, and they'll probably have another hiccup this week. Yeah, I, I think they like the Dragons, like they won four straight. Don't get me wrong, that was good. They had to beat the play on um, the teams that were in front of them, but yeah, like this is. This is going to be a tough one for them. But, yeah, I'm giving the Roosters the points. I'm probably going to go the over to 41 and a half. Seems like pretty juicy. Brett Morris to score any time. I'm going to go Roosters to win head-to-head over and Brett Morris any time. Over and BMOS with me. Yeah. It's I, easy with BMOS. Yeah, easy with BMOS. They just got it flowing with that side of the field. Even Tedesco is a sneaky shot of any time at the moment. So... Last game of the round, and this this is also another Anzac Day tradition that's been going on for a long, long time now, and it's they do it quite well down here in Melbourne. Melbourne Storm versus the New Zealand Warriors at Amy in Melbourne. Storm a sixteen and a half, sixteen point favorite. Sorry, not sixteen and a half. Over under is forty two and a half. Some big team news: Dalfinukins named on the bench, which is good to see. Uh, Pappenhausen's out with his shoulder, so they're giving him a breather. Nico Hines is into the one jersey. Yeah, it's it looks yeah, funny. Like fun fact, the Storm have won their past twelve games at home, so they're good to go. As for the Warriors, they've got Reese Walsh, who's transferred from the Broncos. He's on the extended bench. He bench. looks like he could he could potentially make his debut in this game. So to Rocco Berry, both. Both teenagers too, so it should be interesting. Uh, last week, there was injuries to Peter Hickey and Adam Pompey. Uh, the Fuss has returned from a hamstring injury. Montoya's into the centers. Jack Murchie, uh, yeah, Jack Murchie's into the bloody, into the centers, which is crazy. Uh, Josh Curran, uh, big raps on him. He had a cracking game last week against the Saints. He bloke in a, head, a headgear. You should have a look at him. He's very good. Nonetheless. You love a, guy, you love a good guy on another <laughs> In a headgear, it's, not, it's very I, rare nowadays. The headgear, I do love. Well, I played in headgear. Oh, Stop concussions. Lifestyle. Yeah. Lifestyle. Oh god, I'm gonna go Melbourne with, uh, with the spread. 16 points is still pretty good. That's close. They'll have to score three tries, and I think 
Like, they're not missing any outs. They've got Harry Grant on the bench, for Christ's sake. They've got a good one-two punch with him and Brandon Smith. Munster's still being Munster. Justin Milam has been great this year, I feel. He, he's had his brain brain snaps, but he's still rock solid. Yeah. I'll probably uh, go the over. I'll probably go the over, too. What are you thinking, mate? I'm going to go Melbourne over. Melbourne even and the tries. over. Say that again. Even amount of tries. Yeah. And over six and a half tries. Over six and a half. So you, I don't get these bets where you say even and then over six and a half. Like you, no. So it's got to be an even amount of number of tries. But so you so you have to go. Tries. So you have to go past say eight, ten, twelve. Yeah, could happen. Jesus Christ! All right, whatever. Yeah, oh, I'm not on you with those. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do, and that's why your percentage is so fucking low. Yeah, but I but yeah. win big. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Bet what's that? Sparky. <laughs> well, what's it, Sparky? The more you put on, the more you win. Yeah, yeah. the more you Christ. put on. Round seven, anyway, in the books. Uh, Anzac week. Obviously, get to a service on Sunday, but enjoy the footy over the weekend. Other news. Like the only thing that's really been dominating last couple of like the weekend plus the early start of this week has been the Super League plus anything that happened with the NRL. We've got AFL fixtures. I didn't get to catch any of it on the weekend, to be honest. Was there anything that stuck out from the results over the weekend? From the AFL? Yeah. Um, D's a five and zip for the first time since 1994 when a Gary Lyle wow. was um, thing. Um Actually, we're quite well in my tipping bar the shithousery that was GWS beating the Swans. Yeah, the, I, I did read about that. That was a bit of an upset from what I hear in Sydney. Yeah, I'm not really happy about it. Like, I was having a good round tipping. But... Yeah. yeah. Oh, this indigestion killing me. Good radio. Uh, we'll go to round six of the AFL anyway. We'll get through it. We'll wrap up AFL. We'll talk a bit of the AFLW too to congratulate the Brisbane Lions. Oh, on girls. Uh, on the girls. Uh, Friday evening, GWS Giants after that big win over the Swans dogs. you mentioned against the Dogs. Yeah, Dogs are heavily favorite, favorite here. Uh, moved to Saturday slate. Holy shit. Do they have? There's five games on Saturday. Five yeah. games in the AFL on Saturday. You wouldn't know where to look. That's right. the only start. Yeah, it is. 145 for two games. you got the Geelong Cats versus the West Coast Eagles at Ballarat. Or, no, or no, Geelong. That's um, Cardinia Park, Geelong. Ah, oh, oh, my apologies. Uh, I'll go to the Cats. Cats there, yeah. And then the second game of quarter to two, got the Suns v. the Swans. I'm going to go the Swans to bounce back. Yeah, I'll probably take the Swans too. I do like a home team, but I think the Swans will just be too good. And then we go to Marvel Stadium at 4.30 and Lions versus the Blues. The Blues are fucking Lions. hopeless. Lions every Lions. day of the week. Yeah, Lions are starting to hit a bit of form now. They had a good win last week against yeah. the, was it the Bombers. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, the Lions, they, they started off slow, but they're starting to find a bit of form, which is good. The big game of the round. I'd say that this game will have more fans there than the Sunday Anzac Day game. Melbourne D's versus Richmond Tigers at the MCG. So is this two undefeated teams? No, the Tigers have lost the game, but yeah. It's the Tigers. Hmm. 
Who are you tipping? Like you, like you said, like Melbourne have started off the house on fire five and zero. Yeah, I'm going to tip the D's to win this one. Wow! Right, I'll go to the Tigers then. I'll um, I'll go against the grain. And then the last game for Saturday, Optus Stadium, Dockers versus Kangaroos. Dockers, Kangaroos are awful. Yeah, they're not. They're not even a VFL side, are they? Well, they are. I think they are. I don't even know if they have a feeder squad. That's how bad they are. But we'll yeah. Something something must be going on there. Anyway, first game in Tassie. Mm-hmm. Hawthorne versus Adelaide. Uh, Hawthorne are the favourites at University of Tassie Stadium. Where's that? Launceston. Launceston, yeah. Yeah, nice. Give me the Hawks. Yeah, don't go to the Hawks. They're playing well. They just faded out in the last quarter when Melbourne were too good when they kicked eight straight. Yeah, well, that's, that'll do it to you. Eight straight goals. Jesus Christ. Uh, the main game, obviously, the weekend, you've got the Collingwood Football Club versus the Essendon Bombers at the G320 on Anzac Day. The, so you reckon... Bombers. Essendon. Yeah. Essendon, eh? Yeah, yeah, why not? I don't like Collingwood regardless, so we'll go to the Bombers. Last game of the round, Port Adelaide versus St Kilda at Adelaide Oval. Port a heavily favourite, but... I'm going to the Saints. No, I'm going to go Port because Saints got too many injuries. Yeah, that's true. No, you've gone Saints. You locked it in, Eddie. Yeah, I, I, I'll stick with it. I don't care. Yeah. But either way, uh, going on to the AFLW, we had our grand final for the women's on the weekend. Finally, after a couple of goes at the Brisbane Lions, women's get the win. They beat the Adelaide Crows 6-2-38 to 3-2-20. Great win by the girls. So we finally got the. Apparently, they were still celebrating here in Brisbane. Like they got, they touched down in Sunday and they just haven't stopped. That's what you do. That's how you. Win. That's how you celebrate. That's yeah, exactly. Like. Just give, give it a go. Give it a crack. If you only win one grand final, might as well make you laugh. Yeah, that's exactly right. They've also had their uh, awards awards night three days after the grand final, which I think is a good move. Dual winners of the uh, of the AFL's best and fairest for the women's division, Co- Collingwood co-captain and the All Australian skipper Brianna Davy and Fremantle superstar and the vice captain for All Australian Kira D- Bowers picking up the win. So, first ever tied vote, not bad. Uh, it sounds like the vote itself was quite tied up. There was a lot. There was a, a lot of decent players in the top end of that count. So. Congratulations to them in that aspect too. So, so that season's over now. Yeah, mate. Anything else you want to touch on? Because I've got nothing else. No, I couldn't find like, anything else in between my head cold, head cold, and traveling and weddings well, and whatnot. We saw the top, we saw the first halfback puzzle piece of the season with Chad Townsend going to Cowboys next year. Terrible, which, terrible. Yeah, like we both agree, and he's. He basically had a press conference Saturday saying he's not going there to play for the club because he thinks they're going to win. He's going there to secure his future. Fucking what? Secure his family's future. So he's playing right. going there for money. Yeah. Well, that's that's great to know. Fuck. Yeah. The, I think the worst thing about this, they wanted to pair him up with Tom Dearden, who apparently is the number one target for them still. Hands uh, the rumors went... Yeah, I, I think if we can't, like, it's getting to the point now with Dearden, I just don't care because if he does it, like, 
if he doesn't sign with Brisbane, he goes somewhere else. I'm not going to be overly upset. No. I'll be upset player. that we don't. I'll be upset if we don't pick up another halfback. That's the we only don't thing. Pick up an established half. And this is where Adam Reynolds comes into the picture, and I hope to Christ he is li- he likes Brisbane. Yeah. Maybe maybe at Magic Round I get him a nice sign or something to you tell him the move. A nice do. working gift. Here's an idea: if Dearden wants to go to the Cowboys, we'll give him Dearden, and we'll take Fado. Hammers, yeah, Tabawai Fado, yeah, which I think is a fair trade. Right. They're blessed with outside backs. Right. We bring Hammer in. We partner him on the same wing centre combination as Coates, and we shit. We just play. We just play mixed touch touch footy and pass it two two out off the rock, and we just let speeches <laughs> go. No, no, no. We got we got fine backs. Like oh, I mentioned, you off, Mike. Our biggest yeah. our biggest target still that hasn't resigned oh, is Coates. I think I think if we sign Coates, we've got a decent future ahead of us. The next next thing to sign would be Did and then Stags. I feel. Yeah. I think I think the emphasis on Stags going to six isn't the right option. I think you're forcing a bloody square into a, a round hole. Yeah. Neither here nor there because he I think everybody's looking because he gets the um, six money. It's not because he actually wants to be a six. And I think the fact that everybody sees Jack White and who's successfully transitioned from being a centre to a running five eight as the model. That could be a very rare case. It doesn't yeah. happen all the time. The prime example of that is Mark Gasnier. Yeah. He was never a six. Anyway, uh, other news. Trent Merrin officially retired from the game today, effective immediately. Uh, so he was a World Cup winner. Premiership winner, I think, with the Dragons. I think he was there for yeah. their 2010. He was there for their 2010 Premiership. Played many games for New South Wales and Australia. Most, won- most notably, was known for being Miss, Mr. Sally Fitzgibbon. Yeah, another footballer that dropped the ball with the relationship. Obviously, the other bloke in Newcastle, whatever his name was, that had Mrs. Universe, Miss Universe. Oh, yeah. Oh, Clint Newton. Yeah, I had the president of the Players Union. Good on him. I think that's him. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, there's not too much else, mate. I think we'll wrap it up there. It's been one of those weeks. I know you're absolutely gassed. Yeah. I'm, to, I'm trying to figure out what I'm ordering for dinner right now. I think I'm just going to go the usual pizza and just have a couple of slices and then have an early bed and take some for lunch. Treat yourself, mate. Very nice. Yeah. We'll wrap it up there, guys. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Off The Back Fence. If you haven't done so already, please go and subscribe at Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. I think uh, we're going to go back to two weeks. I think we've slowed up with all our engagements. Mate. Um, yeah, we'll go back to two a week from next week. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, we'll, we'll go I think we'll. Depth. Yeah, we'll try and figure out whether or not to do a do a bit of a recap on the Sunday night and lead into the Monday episode. But yeah. either way, back to two episodes next week with a bit of a preview instead of doing a one monster show. So finish up there. Thanks again for listening, guys. Say goodbye, Coombsy. All right, guys, have fun. Stay safe. Don't get too drunk this weekend. Don't do what Uncle Coombsy does. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week.